previously on Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hello, boys, girls, vampires, women, and men. It's time for the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show again. Tonight, I'm releasing my new dark synth album called Shadow of the Heart. Who's going to start? Should we flip a coin? Yeah, flip a coin. I don't have a coin. Knock, knock. Who's there? Maya. Maya who? Maya he, Maya ha. <laughs> Renee. Wax on, wax off. Oh. <laughs> easy. No. All right, somebody knows it. Somebody knows it. You know this. No, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, I got to pass. All right. I think young. Young. Yeah, young. It has to be Karate Kid. Yeah, baby. Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. I only know these movies in German, you know, Ah. so pretty hard. So how do you say that in German? Uh, Wischen polieren. Wischen polieren. (laughs) Kind of weird technique. (laughs) I don't know. Wischen polieren. Yes. I I feel sorry for you Germans that you have to experience (laughs) these movies. Don't feel sorry for us. I'm a kid from the 80s and I was always in love with the synthesizer sounds. That Moog filter. uh, Uh, If that was a drug, I would inject it. Hi, I'm Robin Lights and I'm a big synthwave fan. This is Estworth from Estworth Music. Hi, my name is Joe from Ozone Nightmare and you are listening listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this is Peyton Carter. This is Jefferson Rift. Hey, this is Master System, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Welcome to Heartbeat Hero Radio Live Show, right now on this very channel. It's February 29th, 2020, a leap day in a leap year, 366 days. That's one extra day to be grateful for. Superman, Tony Robbins, and the rapper Jerule all celebrate their birthday on this day. So I'm figuring out that this show is more than just another music show. It's an experience, an experience of me encountering new music, meeting new people, making new friends, and having fun and enjoying life. So come with me on this journey. This is the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show, introducing my friends, starting with my co-host from Rotterdam, Flo of Synth Street. Hey everybody, and from the United States, we have Jeff from Jefferson Rift. Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, from Germany, we have returning co-host from episode 3, S-Dwarfs. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks Jeff, and hello to everyone. I've heard some rumors this shows about sausages again. But for now, I'm interested to you, someone returning to the uh, show uh, for a game review. He's from California. It's Joe from Ozone Nightmare. Hello, Joe. Hello, everyone, and thank you for following. Allow me to follow the sausage intro. <laughs> Thanks for having me back on. Here to host the second dad joke segment we have from the Netherlands, Jan of the synthwave group Hot Heels. Hello, Jan. Hi, everybody. It's nice to be here again on the Heartbeat Hero podcast, hosted by the one and only Daniel Barton. Well, thank you, Jan. And we also have a guest, uh, and his name is Larry Miller, a.k.a. Embers. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me, and I am glad to be with you all. 
Alrighty then, let's get this show on the road. I created a remix of the track Unholy and it got played on two other synth shows. The first show is called Forever Synth with Joe Ward and Rob Dyson. Thank you, Joe and Rob, for playing our track. Uh, here is a short clip of their show. This is Good, Good evening. evening. Uh, hello, welcome. welcome. To Forever Synth, how is everyone? Oh, How good, thanks. More yeah. No, yeah, I'm really week. good. Lots coming up tonight. We've got loads of new music from the likes of Embers and Heartbeat Hero, Ooh. which is going to be wonderful. Exclusive? World exclusive? Uh, I don't know if it's exclusive. Let's just say it is. I don't know. We'll just go with it. Yeah. Okay. World! World! Exclusive! On to the new music. Uh, this is Unholy. It's a Heartbeat Hero remix by Embers. Oh, this is great track. Enjoy, people. And the second show that played our track is called The State of Synth with Dennis G and Neon Fox. Thank you to Dennis and Julian for playing our track. Here's a short clip of that show. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, professional radio broadcasting right here on The State of Synth. <laughs> My name is Dennis G, and please let you be Neon Fox. Yes, I hope everyone can hear me. I'm Neon Fox. Ah, uh, I can hear you, but that was definitely not the issue last time. What do we got next you know here? We're not done with the premieres. Oh, we're not? No, 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 no. So Dutch artist Heartbeat Hero has remixed a track by Ambers. Nice. And it's called Unholy. And here it is on Night Ride FM. Special premiere. Gentlemen. Yeah. And now, here is Ember's Unholy, the Heartbeat Hero Remix. I'm lost again.
was Ember's Unholy the Heartbeat Hero Remix. And on Instagram, we have Joe of Death. On Twitch, we have HS1986LCTOFU. We have Lonely Dreamers. We got Robert Medeska and Robin Lights and Cuisine Core. Thanks, guys, for coming on the show. In a few mo moments, we'll be talking to Embers. But first, I would like to tell you what's coming up on the show today. We have a review on Luigi's Mansion 3, more dad jokes, trivia, and awesome tracks by Gregorio Franco, Fear of Tigers, Shiraban, Neverman, Carbon Killer, and We Are Magonia, and a lot more. And a shout out to Renee Iover for the background music. It's a jazz remix of my track called Sideswipe. You can check it out at Renee Iova at soundcloud.com slash ri-music. And with us, we have the incredibly talented Larry Miller, a.k.a. Embers. Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Um, well, Larry, it's nice to have you on the show. We're recording from the Netherlands. Where are you from? Well, first, again, thanks for having me on tonight. And also, thanks so much to the guys at Forever Synth and Status Synth for the support and the props. Uh, I was born and raised in New York City and moved to Iowa City, Iowa uh, about 20 plus years ago. Awesome. Well, New York is awesome. I've been there with my wife in 2008. Uh, Iowa, I've never been, but uh, when creating music, uh, people always have a nice story about how they got in touch with music. Uh, what's your musical background? Well, I'm a kid of the 80s, which probably has some you know, meaning to the people in this community here. Uh, I grew up listening to everything from rock and metal through... Uh, progressive music, new wave, industrial, techno, EDM, pop, the, the whole gamut. Uh, I started playing guitar when I was uh, about 12 and played in a ton of different bands and projects over the years. Uh, I have a degree in jazz performance for guitar and studied with a lot of different teachers in New York and Iowa. Uh, I play bass, I sing primarily out of necessity and dabble with piano and synths. Uh, I guess over time in my travels, I've had brushes with some might call fame uh, some pretty interesting stories along the way uh, for those of you who remember the band color me bad in the early 90s uh, i have a pretty wacky story about auditioning for their touring group uh, i played in a band that was on electra records and had a lot of good experiences in new york with a lot of incredibly talented people uh, when i moved to iowa i played in a brit pop type original music band and gigged in the chicagoland area and after a while, my music took a back seat for a time to other things like having a child and focusing on my day gig. But in about the last five years or so, I've made a real conscious choice to kind of rekindle the flames of my musical endeavors and been working really hard on original music uh, under the Embers moniker. I've always loved producing and recording and continue to do a lot of self-study to get more proficient, you know, as time goes on with my home studio. Well, thanks for that explanation. Uh, we're going to go to another track. The Lonely Astronaut. You can follow him on Sean of the Dead on Instagram. Dead is spelled D3AD. And on a sad note, his uh, child unfortunately passed away a while ago. And uh, this song is dedicated to his son. I just wanted to read this message he put on Instagram in 2017 and play this beautiful track. Uh, child loss is not an event. It's an uh, indescribable uh, journey of survival. And uh, I miss him every moment of every day and gaining strength with every passing day. But the empty space where his beautiful life once was remains. His life was such uh, so, so much meaning and will continue to change others through me and uh, through his family and through his story. This is Daydreamers by The Lonely Astronaut.
That was Daydreamers by the Lonely Astronaut. On Twitch, we have Robert ZN2000, Fresh Meadows in the house. And on Instagram, we have Big Ray 826 A quick shout out to Andy Last of Beyond Synth for playing my track, The Heart of Neon, on his sh- uh, The Heart of Neon City on his show. Uh, Larry, for my studio setup, I use Renoise and a DAW and some software synths. But looking at your Instagram profile, it seems like you have quite the hardware. Uh, what DAW VSTs and hardware do you use? Hey, first off, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can hear you okay. Okay, good deal. Uh, Well, I'll try to keep this short, but there's kind of a few sections of the studio that I'll cover. On the hardware side, uh, my main guitar is a Strandberg Prog 7 string guitar uh, made in uh, Sweden. And I have a Stratocaster, Telecaster, a Guild hollow body, acoustics, some basses, etc., um, use a Korg pad control, which is an MPC type controller to kind of play beats and stuff like that. I use a big old Alesis QS8 uh, keyboard, which is now just a glorified MIDI controller. Uh, I have a Line 6 Helix floorboard, which gives me a lot of amp simulations for guitar. And I have a lot of different uh, guitar pedals as outboard gear. Um, my microphone locker is modest. I have some decent uh, condenser mics from MXL, Mojave, and others. Um, SM57s, some Octavas, and a few other things. Um, I primarily use Pro Tools as my DAW with a Focusrite uh, 8-channel Pre-X as my interface. I use Fruity Loops a lot to make beats and a ton of plugins, so I'll be really brief about that um, because I could go on and on about uh, soft synths and plugins. Mm -hmm. But the main soft synths are... um, the Arturia V6 collection and their pigments uh, synth, like hybrid and vacuum, uh, the Garrison Personal Orchestra for uh, strings and stuff like that. Uh, for drums and other beats, I use Native Instruments Battery, Superior Drummer 3, and F Expansion uh, BD. And then lastly, uh, for you know effects and processing, I use tons of Waves plugin. Uh, I absolutely can't say enough about Soundtoid plugin. Capitator saturation plugin on tons of my tracks. Uh, the Echo Boy, Primal Tap, and Crystallizer for all kinds of ear candy. Uh, NeuroESP is a phenomenal company that makes Ant Simulator uh, software that I highly recommend if you're uh, playing guitar and bass in the digital domain. And for chopping up things and creative filtering, gutters, stuff like that, I really, really love um, a program called Tantra by a developer named Dimitri Skez and Isotope Stutter Edit. All over the unholy for sure. Well, that's a huge arsenal to create music with. Uh, <laughs> you think it would be possible to create play a little bit live for us? I can, sure. Uh, we were going to try and play something with a bed of some loops and bass and stuff, but we'll just keep it simple and I'll play a little untreated electric guitar, kind of just classic sounds, and then I'll slap on that tantra effect i was telling you about so you can hear how i try to make things a little more synthy so give me just a second here yeah you loud you guys okay it sounds good Rock and roll, but 
then I like to do stuff more like this to add textures and colors. Very cool. Well, thanks, Larry. Um, Toronto-based Canadian-based musician named Lawrence King is creating electronic music under the name of Radar. Radar is currently signed to New York-based record label New Retrowave Records records and canadian-based record label bug-eyed records uh, released by new retrowave this is trick or treat by radar
was Trick or Treat by Radar. And Joe, uh, you just mentioned that we have a code giveaway for Ogre's new album. Uh, what's the new album called? I think it's supposed to be pronounced Geist. Geist. So uh, we'll give that away at the end of the show. Uh, and who are we going to give it away to? Is it like one code for one person or... We're gonna, I think so. I just asked him if he had a promotional code for the album that I could give away, and right. he gave me a code. I don't know. We'll talk it's more on, about it's, it later. You know, one of the Bandcamp ones. So, all right, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Larry, uh, some artists play live, some don't. I unfortunately, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm still trying to build an audience before I start playing live. Uh, having just heard what you play live, uh, what other places have you played live? Sure. Uh, well, back in the New York City days, I played all over the place in the kind of the boroughs, if you're familiar with New York and Queens and Manhattan and other places, um, various different clubs there and different bands and projects. And then, as I mentioned earlier, um, I played out here in the Chicagoland area, uh, places like Elbow Room Kitchen and a lot of places here locally in Iowa City. Uh, but under the embers moniker i've not taken that out yet it's kind of a one-man band uh recording only situation right now but i'd like to get out with it um maybe do some unplugged type stuff but also either put a band together at the very least go out with some backing tracks and play but for now i'm trying to build a catalog kind of similar to you uh and see what happens next mm. Well, I would like to play the original track of Unholy, the one that, that I remixed, uh, a bit later on the show. Could you tell us in advance about the process of creating that track? Sure, sure. Um, so Unholy was definitely born out of just sort of messing around. I, I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not primarily a synth guy, but I was uh, getting fascinated with some of the arpeggiated and sequence patches I was discovering in Arturia's V6 suite. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit I forget which of the synths it was in that suite, but uh, the repetitive line you'll hear at the beginning of that song that kind of runs through it was the foundation, and I was just looping that and added a quick bass line, a synth bass line, grabbed a mic and just started humming the melody that became the, the verse. Uh, the chorus chords were just where my ear went, um, and I stumbled onto that sort of darker uh, sound by just changing the voicings of the arpeggiation and that uh, in that seat, in that synth I was telling you about. Uh, lyrically, it just started with a stream of consciousness set of lyrics I made up on the spot while I was sketching, but it wound up being about uh, basically how hard it is today to kind of anchor to senses of comfort and truth and meaning when like things are so chaotic and hectic in the world around us. So. Uh, not to get deep on y'all, but uh, <laughs> um, once I had the main arrangement, I started layering synths, and, and the way I like to do that is I'll take the first kind of set of MIDI for the main line, and then I just kind of copied and pasted it to new tracks, put on different synth patches, different synths, and then would mess around with the MIDI rhythmically or even in different octaves to get tension and counterpoint, um, maybe harmonies, things like that, by just, you know, kind of layering in that sense. Um, I also, since, I, as you know, I'm a guitar player primarily, I made a conscious decision to try and keep this really synth-based just as a departure to challenge myself. Um, so all the drums are looped and, and sampled and layered, and all the synths are obviously what they are. Um, there are some guitars, but uh, like some straight-up rhythm guitars, but I use that uh, Tantra and Stutter Edit set of programs to mangle a lot of the stuff that you hear in the song, that sort of ear candy. Uh, and stuck with synth-based only, and I'm learning a lot that I can probably learn more and more from folks like you and your community about, you know, uh, sub-synths and layering and how to get, you know, big fat bass sounds. So I'm still figuring all that out. 
Cool. Well, thank you for describing that track. Um, where can people find your music? Sure. Uh, well, I'm on the main streaming services. I do my releases through iTunes and Spotify. I have a SoundCloud account and a Bandcamp page. Uh, my website where I post uh, links to everything is uh, embersmusic.net. Uh, you can find me on YouTube. I've been experimenting with videos for a handful of my songs, and that is under Embers Music, two different words. And then Facebook and Instagram, my handle is Embers Songs. So it's Embers Songs, so there's two S's in the middle of that. Uh, so I'd love to meet more of the people out and about in this community. So if you wouldn't mind looking me up and giving me a follow, I'll follow you back and, and uh, learn more about this whole uh, this whole world you guys are in. And what are other projects are you working on and what's next? Sure. Um, more Embers tracks for sure. I have um, one that's kind of in just about in mix mode that I'll release hopefully in the next month or so. Um, certainly hope to do more collaborating with you and others for sure. Um, one of my friends is on tonight uh, on the on the Twitch. His name's uh, Rob Zion. Hey, Rob. He's, he's a buddy from back in New York, and he and I are collaborating long distance. So I do that with some other friends too, and really trying to also get into sync licensing and working with another good friend on doing sound beds and other types of things to license music for TV, you know, movies, commercials, things like that. That's a whole different world that I'm exploring as well. Interesting. All right. We're going to do another track. Uh, Neverman is a Swedish synthwave artist, and me and him uh, have a track coming out on my new album with his lyrics and vocals. Neverman has a new track uh, that came out the 29th of February. That was 16 minutes ago. <laughs> and uh, so officially that's yesterday. And it was co-produced by Ricard Bond Trumil and OSC. This is All For You by Neverman.
All for You by Neverman. And on Instagram, we have John Velasquez. And we have Steph Loves Coffee. And on Twitch, we have Melodic Bits, a.k.a. Rene Iova from Germany. Hey, how you doing, man? And one more question for me. What's the story with Color Me Bad? <laughs> uh, boy, well, um, <laughs> so... Uh, through a, a hookup I had way back in the day, and, and does everybody sort of remember Color Me Bad? Or some of you? Do you yeah, yeah, that? for sure, for sure. I want to sex oh, you yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, wow. they, were, they were super popular, right? So their music director was a friend of a friend and invited me to come audition to play guitar on their tour. They were going out to support Paula Abdul. It's like a big deal. Wow. For me, anyway. And uh, so they said, bring down a bass player and a drummer, too. So I brought down my friend... Uh, who was already like playing with PM Dawn and like doing some pretty heavy stuff, and he did it uh, as a favor for me. And my other friend was a really talented drummer from the uh, from the neighborhood. I'm gonna cut the story short in the interest of time, but long story short, the music director was really being a hard ass on us. Like mm. every he was like trying to throw really complicated licks and beats at us and make us play like very syncopated funk. And he started to get really in my drummer friend's face and asking him to play crazy. Like, there's no way the patterns he was vocalizing any drummer could remember, except for maybe like the best drummer in the world. And so it got really testy. And then my bass player friend, who was already like sitting pretty with some cool gigs, started to argue with him. And they got into like a really big shouting match and it just completely uh, devolved and became really terrible. And I was like, so close and i'm telling my friend like shut up shut up <laughs> like, <don't, laughs> but in the same in, at the same time i'm like you're defending you're rightfully defending my my drummer friend yeah like, i think it's a good choice total, yeah yeah totally no he was doing the right thing but i was torn because i was trying to make it right you know hmm. so it was uh, you know kind of a bad scene obviously i did not get the gig but the oh. 
the the actual singer, you know, the the boy band guys were sitting off on the couch and they were just they had their heads in their hands because they were so embarrassed and they were so sweet afterwards they were like oh i'm so sorry you guys but what what was the the guys i'm sorry a bit confused uh, here the 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 actual the, was it the producer or no the music director was just a guy he was oh, just like yeah, okay. he, 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 the actual singers in color me bad they were a boy band you know yeah yeah, yeah. The, the four guys were sitting watching this audition and they oh were man and they were like kind of mortified and at the end they were like oh thank you for coming down i'm so sorry they were super sweet but the music director was uh, a maniac so uh close but no cigar so you know <laughs> oh man well larry thanks for coming on the show uh, is there anything else you would like to promote and what are you grateful for uh well you've already let me uh talk about my embers project and all that good stuff uh so i'm extremely grateful for that and to connect with all of you guys and your your audience and Certainly the collaboration we did, I hope we can do more. Um, but uh, really the bigger picture for me is that we're in a time where the barrier to entry to create music, to share content, to collaborate is at an unprecedented place. And that has really allowed me to rekindle and kind of refan the flames of my embers, right? <laughs> uh, musically speaking. And I'm super grateful for that because uh, it's be it's such a critical part of who I am and I think the time we're in has helped me do that, and I bet many of you feel the same. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. Well, Larry, thank you for coming on the show, and uh, I hope to see you next time. Yes, and thanks so much again for having me, you guys. Cheers. Super awesome we're here, Larry. All right. Have a great rest of the show, guys, and we'll talk soon. Yeah. See you later. Bye bye. All right, we have a track. Uh, we have had a track of the algorithm on the show before, and I was able to see him live in the FNR during a synthwave show here in the Netherlands. This is a track by the French producer, Rémy Gallego. Uh, get ready to rock. This is Floating Point by the algorithm. <laughs>
That was Floating Point by The Algorithm. And on Twitch, we have Max Demet. And on Instagram, Lady DJ. A huge shout-out to Synth A Tiger. They have a new album out on Bandcamp at synthatiger.bandcamp.com. The album is called We Are Synth A Tiger. And this weekend, I'm going to see Sonic the Hedgehog movie with Jim Carrey. I can't wait. I'm going with my 7-year-old son. And we're going to watch it in 4DX where the wind, air, and water are going to be blowing in my face. And the chairs will be moving around and for a real cinematic feeling and i'm really excited for that and uh, these are the great moments of being a dad a dad you say knock knock who's there a show a show who a show that needs a really corny dad joke segment that's who (laughs) cue music okay everybody welcome to the one and only horrible dad joke segment where i instantly turn into i don't know some kind of weird dude that screams all the time welcome uh we everybody has got a joke ready uh we, we want to start uh by explaining the rules what you do is this you make a fucking joke and if it's funny you get a point you get one joke and that's all the rules there is all right i want to start with the reigning champion daniel Parton. Are you ready, Dad? I'm ready. I'm ready for the dad joke. (laughs) Here we go, Daniel. All right. What's brown and sticky? I haven't got a clue, Daniel. What is it? A stick. That's fucking horrible. (laughs) 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 We've got Jefferson Rift, and I'm pretty sure. He's got a stupid joke. Are you ready, Jefferson? Yes, uh, I just want to uh, tell, let everybody know to uh, rest up today because tomorrow we begin a 31-day march. <laughs> Even dumber. Thank you, Jefferson. Joe, are you there? I can't yeah, see you, Joe. Here. I'm here. Have so you I expect a lot. Stop yelling at me. I gotta call my therapist. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Here's my joke. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A banana. A stick, a st- a stick again? We would have not coordinate this shit. How the hell How did you come up with two jokes that have the same fucking punchline? <laughs> Flo, do you have a joke? Uh. When a dad drives past a graveyard, did you know that's a popular cemetery? Yep, people are just dying to get in there. Uh, oh. <laughs> liver- a stick! Okay, now yell at him. I was yell pretty him. sure that the punchline here was gonna be a stick again. <laughs> but it wasn't. And why the hell did I turn into Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> I don't know. As dwarves from Germany, do you have a joke? Well. I'm from Germany. I have no jokes. <laughs> the best joke yet! That's Marv! You are the winner! The correct thing! Yeah! Who would have known? Woo! Everybody's okay, end this stupid segment now! All right. Suffering! Right, do you want and suffering now, Daniel! Do you, do you want me to present the next track, or do you want to do it yourself? Uh, well, you know, you just presented, and I'll just take some cough drops. 
All right. My fucking throat hurts. So I'm going to change the music back to uh, a little bit there. Here we are back at Heartbeat Hero Radio, and that was a very cool segment uh, led by Yana. I hope we can do it again. Uh, all right, here we go. Team Hot Heels, uh, the Dutch people, invited Millennium Falk, the Finns, and Oceanside 85 Canada for this epic retro wave tearjerker. Never Let Me Go is an international synthwave duet for all those heartbroken moments. A superb retro touch for a modern era. The perfect song for that mixtape cassette to play on your ghetto blaster outside your lover's window and turn your breakup into a makeup. So relax and let us take you back to the essence of the true romance of the 80s. This is the premiere of Hot Heels and Millennium Falk and Oceanside 85, 85 with Never Let Me Go. Hey babe, we need to talk. The way to get this message, just call me back right.
was Hot Heels, Millennium Falk, Oceanside 85 with Never Let Me Go. And on Instagram, we have K780 Official, Observer Drift Official, and David994A. Jan, would you like to read in the next track? It was one of your picks yeah. from the last show. Yeah, sure, man. Um, I want, uh, want to give this guy some credit because he is really dope. I really dig his style, Chacon, uh, or I don't know how to pronounce it. It's called Ch Chacon, like French. Uh, but he's from Oxford in the United Kingdom, and uh, he has a really crisp and snappy track. Well, all of them are crisp and snappy. Uh, really late 80s style, uh, goofy, funky steps that will like really make you happy. So check out Street Club by Chacon.
That was Street Club by Chacone. And on Instagram, we have Armando Valdemar Autor. And I hope you stick with us. We're going to take a 15-minute break, and then we'll be back on Heartbeat Hero Radio. We're back on the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show with Sin Street, Jefferson Rift, yes. S-Dwarfs, Joe, and Hot Heels. And on Instagram, we have Space Jams Radio. And all the way from Germany, we have Stwarfs. Stwarfs, welcome back to the show. How you doing? Yeah, great, Daniel. Uh, we have a nice evening with Synthwave music and, and I have a smile on my face because I've prepared a trivia for you. We, and oh, wait. we wanted to cultivate a tradition, welcome to the Heartbeat Hero Sausage Radio Show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today we'll test Daniel's knowledge about the most important thing in life oh, beyond crap. Synthwave. Um, sausages. Yeah. Um, I've prepared some hints and he has to guess the name of the sausage I'm describing. And here's my first hint. Daniel, are you ready? No, I'm not ready, but go ahead anyway. Okay. It's, uh, it's my first hint. Yes. Uh, the sausage we are looking for is a cured sausage. It's fermented and they add dried meat, typically pork. Is that is that the is that the veal one the veal the the bratwurst veal veal? Nope. <laughs> the answer is wrong. But you get the second chance of the next track. Okay. 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 Uh, speaking about food, uh, what's their favorite food? Who's got a favorite food in the chat? Or uh, no, not in the chat. The guests. Of of course, I I have a favorite food, oh. and it's made. Uh, at least if I cook it, it's made of forty percent sausage. It's so yummy. <laughs> 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 ah. All right. So I have this. Uh, I have this <laughs> album. <laughs> Here we go. All right, we're gonna go to the next track, and then we're gonna go back to sausage. Oh, so I have this new album. I have his new album. I have his T-shirt. The only thing left to do is see him live when he hits the Netherlands. So Billy Mays Band, if you're listening, when are you playing in the Netherlands? This is Greed by Billy Mays Band. Let's go. Let's go. 
That was Greed by Billy May's band. And on Twitch, we have Hoffman Cruz. Um, Estorfs, are you there? Welcome back to the Heartbeat Heroes Sausage Show. Oh, wait, let me see. Your second hint. Um, it's a sausage that can be stored at room temperature for up to 40 days once cut. Is that a... Any idea? Frankfurter? No. Nope. Ugh. Think, man. It's a cured sausage. It's also fermented. How the how the how the hell I, I know? I don't know these things. You, you will Come get on. it. I'm sure. I'm very very <laughs> sure you will get it. All right. We'll get a next chance after the next drag. Okay. So obvious. Joe, <laughs> it's time for your game review. For your okay. review. Yes, I'm doing, doing something <laughs> a little different this week. I'm doing a game review instead of a movie review. Uh, so when Nintendo, when Nintendo, Nintendo, you've heard of Nintendo, right? They're a great big Ooh. company that everybody knows. Jeez, I can't even get the first. <laughs> What's <sentence>. that? <sighs> uh, just when, leave luck to heaven, bro. That's all right. Edit it all out. When <laughs> Nintendo followed up the amazingly well-received Wii console with the less amazing Wii U, I remember wondering on my show about whether Nintendo was going to survive for much longer against rivals like Sony and Microsoft. For people who remember the PS3, the Xbox 60. <laughs> the Xbox 60, like the Nintendo. These were the big names in gaming. Everybody remembers. Yes. And the following year brought, let's see if I botch this, huge games like Bioshock Infinite and The Last of Us. I have to enunciate Perfect. everything now. It was easy to dismiss Nintendo at that point. <laughs> Screw it. I'm just going to roll with it, which is exactly what I did. And what should be a surprise to nobody just based on the last paragraph? I'm an idiot. <laughs> the quality that is so often overlooked by morons like myself is that Nintendo Aww. has always managed to create great games that feel unique compared to anybody else. That skill paired with the money printer that has been the 3DS allowed the company to glide right past the Wii U problems and release the Switch to great acclaim. I picked up a Switch Lite over Christmas and I was completely ready to find a game that would deliver that Nintendo style undiluted fun something that perfectly represented that special flavor that only this company can do and i am very happy to report that luigi's mansion 3 is that game luigi's mansion 3 is a delightful action puzzle game built around a very simple concept you are exploring a haunted hotel with a ghost vacuum trying to rescue your friends you're of course playing luigi mario's brother who has gained a lot of overdue respect in recent years as he has been appearing in more and more titles Luigi in the game is terrified of the ghosts, but the style that the game employs, which is very cartoony, actually prevents this from ever actually being a scary game. The ghosts don't really scare anybody but Luigi. And that's actually a compliment, because for somebody like me, who loves games like God of War, it's one of my favorites, to be immediately drawn in and charmed by this game that I could easily hand to a young child, that's outstanding. I mean, it was the, the most stunning thing is within 10 minutes that I realized that this was the most universal game I've ever played. It is simply fun, allowing you to jump right in to a sublimely entertaining and richly rendered world. The mechanics of using your flashlight to stun the ghosts before capturing them using the poltergust, which is the ghost vacuum, are easy to understand, but they provide plenty of options to utilize in creative ways as you play the game. The game allows you to experiment, discover new things, like pulling drapes off of windows with the vacuum, smashing boxes to discover coins and money. And even with that capacity to play around with the game's tools, it never gets overly complex to the point where you get lost within what you're trying to do. The mechanics are quick to learn, they're easy to master, no overlong tutorials to grind through for two hours. Early on, you also gain the ability to control an ectoplasmic twin called Gooigi. This second player allows you to traverse dangerous or previously blocked areas of the map, 
While the hotel hosts plenty of areas that are open to exploration, players less interested in wandering around can opt for the more direct route and complete the story without the constant pressures to find all the hidden gems. A lot of modern games resort to spamming you over and over with teases and nudges towards extra content that's generally just pointless. But in the case of Luigi's Mansion 3, the hotel itself is so wonderfully realized that I'm going to guess most players are going to want to scour it for all the secrets without having to be prompted. As I mentioned earlier on, the thing that impressed me most about Luigi's Mansion 3 is how entertaining it is while also being universally accessible. To be completely immersed in a game that I could easily hand right to an eight-year-old with no hesitation is remarkable. And that's the thing that I've found that Nintendo does better than anybody else. This is their magic ingredient. This is how they have survived in the modern era. And if the company can stick to that formula, it might just last forever. I can't recommend it highly enough. Thank you, Joe, for that awesome uh, review. Uh, my son also has the game, and he, he's, he's played it completely through, and he had a lot of fun with that. So, uh, Mikey C., a.k.a. Shirobon, is an electronic musician. The Shirobon project started in 2006 when he first discovered chip music. He, he uses LSDJ, Logic Pro, drum machines, and modular synths to create his tracks. This is Shovel... Oh, wait. This is Just Shovel and Knights... La Danse Macabre Shirabon Remix. Cool track is this. Just Shovel Knights, Shovel and Knights, La Danse Macabre by the Sheeran Bond remix. And Astor back sage. on again. Sausage. So it's your third chance, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Thirteen is. Oh wait, 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 wait. I gotta put the music on. I gotta put the German sausage music on. There we <laughs> the go. The sausage music. The sausage music is back on game. Here we go. Okay. Oompa, oompa, oompa. Then, hint number three. In Europe, 
mainly produced in France, Germany, Hungary, Italy and Spain. The name of all these countries, the name in all these countries of this sausage sounds basically the same. It word stems from the word sale, which means salt in Italian. Any idea? <laughs> It's obvious. Come on. Come Daniel, on. come on. Dude, get your get your basic sausage facts straight, man. Oh, a hot dog? No, that's a Frankfurter. Uh, the, <laughs> Bavarian veal? I don't know. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. Gosh. Oh my god. No. It's so obvious. No. But I <laughs> Uh, you want to get me crazy if you make it don't get it in the next team I, I don't have, have that a, many high spaces for me chance for you after the next track <laughs> after the next track all righty then uh jeff how you been doing <laughs> i've listened to a bit a bit of uh, your podcast wait let me just turn off this german music <laughs> wait, <no. laughs> okay right. let's 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 give you the last hints before uh, oh no wait no wait okay. no wait now now it's now it's jeff's turn after this uh, we'll do the sausage okay. thing again okay all right jeff <laughs> how you been doing i'm gonna listen a to a bit of your jeff. all right i've listened to a bit of your podcast the lit gaming arena congrats on the 50th podcast of lit gaming arena uh, at lit gaming arena.com you guys are doing an overwatch tournament i think and uh, could you tell us a bit more about the podcast and tell us maybe one of the topics of the show maybe talk about the pinball game demons tilt absolutely it might be confusing to some people with my many aliases uh it just helps me separate tasks and personalities uh jefferson rift is my personal music project um and for the sake of the podcast i uh pretend jefferson rift is a different person because i already do everything involving the production and promotion of the show and um that show of course is the lake gaming arena where we bring you two weekly episodes of hot fresh video game content um one of them being the terminal news where we take the top news of the previous week and give it to you in one turbocharged burst and then the LGA cast, which is when we talk about what we're looking forward to and what we're playing. Um, but that isn't to say that we don't just talk video games. We also managed to talk about movies, TV shows, geek culture, and even Guy Fieri and weird food <laughs> stuff. Uh, <laughs> we, we try to keep it as casual as possible while simultaneously being a high energy show. Um, and yes, we do host tournaments. We have a new PC Overwatch tournament coming up on March 14th. Uh, and the entry fee for that is $25 per team. And there's a 16 team limit 100 of that fee goes towards the prize pool which is uh we typically used to just do free tournaments and ha have a 60 grand prize and now we can give even more for first price and now we can even give a prize to second and third place so that's yeah, a new cool. thing we're doing as of this month so that's going to be exciting um as for topics on the show our main topic is of course the games that we've been playing and yes i've been quite playing quite a bit of demon's tilt It's awesome. Uh, it's totally reminiscent of retro, retro pixel games and uh, has the high energy you expect from a real pinball game. Um, it's really hard to keep track of what's going on once you get multi-balls going. Um, it's easy to just pick up and play, but it's hard to master as with any pinball game. Um, you have to be careful about getting too good with the game because then you can't just pick it up and play because then you're going to be sitting there forever. Um, you're like, man, I almost wish I would die because I, I want to go do something else now. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a nice game... casual game right pinball yeah. nice casual game um so my longest session was about 30 minutes with one like play 
um and that was my whole all-time high score of like 200 million points wow. <laughs> which i mean and if you look at the leaderboards on that game there are people that are in the billions on that yeah it's insane um i've also gotten into ubisoft's backcountry snowboarding uh simulator or snowboarding skiing wingsuit jumping rocket wings parachuting and sledding simulators wow. steep <laughs> i highly recommend picking up this game it's only like 10 bucks uh for the slick title and it's uh it's so much could you repeat the title once again it's so slick <laughs> well the oh. title just steep <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah um uh they basically nailed the aspect of backcountry snowboarding it's totally addicting um and they've recreated it in, with such accuracy that when you do a replay of your previous run you can select the gopro view and it even recreates like the clicks and pops that you would hear from gopro footage it's oh, wow <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy. So you also asked on your podcast to a lot of your, your uh, people that were listening what what the longest gaming session is, and I want to do the same here on the show. Um, everybody in the Twitch chat and on Instagram and and the guests on the show, uh, what's your longest gaming session? I'll start with you, uh, Jeff. Oh my my, my longest day. I I don't I've never counted the hours, but uh, back when Minecraft was first in its alpha stage. Um, I could just sit down and I could play that literally all day long. Just like I, like from morning until night, just sit there. And I was totally addicted to that game. And probably the worst game I've ever been addicted to. I still play it to these this day. Um, but yeah. Awesome. We're going to go back to the rest of you guys for what's your longest gaming session. But I'm going to play a quick track first. Um, if you like metal combined with your synths, then you have come to the right place. Hoffman Cruise has created a cohesive balance between the two. It feels like you're riding along in a Ferrari in a badass 80s cop series. And, and, at another, and another time, it's like you're in the middle of a war zone. So check out their new album at hoffmancruise.bandcamp.com and check out their new album, Odyssey. Scalia is one of my favorite tracks. It's really heavy. And this is Scalia, uh, if you pronounce it that way, by Hoffman Cruise.
is Scalia by Hoffman Cruz. And on Instagram, we have Christina74MCR. And uh, the question was, with which game did you have the longest gaming session? And we'll start with Yum. That had to be uh, or the SimCity on the Super Nintendo. Uh, I uh, was playing that game. I just discovered that game not so long ago, like a year ago. And I had like a good weekend to uh, chill out with that game. It, it took up way too much time, man, and uh, I didn't want to put it down. And I uh, want to go to sleep, and I was like, wait a minute, I can just leave the game on while I sleep. I'll just sleep near the TV so and, and keep the economy going. So then um, I woke up the next day, and I was like a millionaire. And uh, <laughs> I was like, damn, this is going pretty good, so I played the game some more, and then I had to go to sleep again. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do the same trick again. And it didn't work uh, the second time. And it, the economy totally crashed. <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I turned the game off. I don't know, it's not a, it, this story does not have a punchline. <laughs> all right, all right. As Dwarfs, what, what was your longest gaming experience? My longest game experience was playing uh, Diablo 2 for a second time completely through. I guess I, I it took me like uh, 36 hours, I, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but but was like uh, three, three years after playing through the games the first time and, and it was a really good experience. Just this, uh, this uh, story, uh, yeah, having that, uh, seen that story uh, again and uh, all the great music in the game uh yeah that's it and uh flow what was yours uh experience oh man yeah when i was uh, a lot younger i used to play a lot of games i was really a really a gamer you know so uh yeah most days i would uh, game for hours and hours but from my head you know like 16-bit era it was zelda link of the past of course uh, played that so much so much and in in one row you know but also uh, 46 bit uh, Zelda and uh, yeah, so so much games, man. But uh, yeah, nowadays it's 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 more short bursts like arcade games, Street Fighter for some rounds, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if I have to put a number on it, for sure, eight hours in a row, uh, wow. for sure. Jeez. I think a lot longer. I think a lot longer. The double uh, should have been reached sometime. <laughs> So for me, it was uh, really simple. It's Minecraft. I just play that for hours and hours. And uh, let's go to Joe. I think the longest in a row was there was a, a, a long time back. Lando flew out and we it was right after I started Metal Gear Solid 4. And I think I was maybe two hours into the game. And over the course of the next two days, we just sat there and he watched me finish the game. And then we just went through it. I think the one day it was 12 or 14 hours just powering through it because we were both just engrossed in how fucking psychotic the story was and uh that's probably the longest as far as just in a row as far as game i've played the longest tetris i've played tetris since the first game boy came out i remember getting it on that and i've played that game continuously on any possible platform since then so that is the longest running single game i've ever played is tetris i love tetris cool, cool. on yeah. anything anytime so uh, at cuisine core on uh, twitch he's the longest gaming session for him was 36 hours uh, after he stopped playing uh, MMO games altogether. The game was Eve Online. Oh yeah. <gasps> so flow, flow. How how is the track coming along uh, with you and Jan? And what kind of plugins have been, you been using lately? 
Uh, well, uh, the track uh, with Nian is going along really nice. Uh, Jan also put together a really cool uh, video to go with it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's coming out really soon. So uh, I hope uh, maybe uh, with the next show we can uh, show something. Awesome. And uh, I also want to do a big shout out to Sicko from Hot Heels because he did some really cool artwork for me uh, uh, yesterday, nice. I think. Yeah, it was really cool, man. And uh, yeah, I wanted to shine a little spotlight on the developer in Phonic. It's a, it's a little developer. They currently have uh, two really awesome plugins on the market. Uh, my favorite one of the two is the, the RX950. It's a classic ADDA converter. And it's designed to uh, mimic the whole ADDA conversion process of the Akai S950 in order to give your music the vintage, warm and crunchy sound. And it's really, really awesome. Uh, and they also have uh, the second one is an uh, is an uh, uh, REM twenty six twelve iconic FM synthesizer and it emulates the Sega Mega Drive and in America it's a Genesis. Oh, cool. uh, it's a it's it's a FM synthesizer uh, and it em it's an emulation of the Yamaha uh, YM twenty six twelve sound chip of course and best known for being uh, the vibrant voice of the Sega Genesis video game console and sounds really cool and goes really fun together with uh, the player they also have on the site it's a free player it's like a little tracker you know like fast tracker mm -hmm. but uh, for a little uh, sega genesis sound files cool so you, you can load them into player and uh, you can find if you find a sound you want to use you pass the player and you can drag the sound or it's like in uh, the, the settings from the fm synthesizer the oscillators you can drag them inside the plugin or uh, store them on your computer you know and uh, for myself, I use them in the Reason as a rack extension. It has a little extra option also on the backside. If you flip it, it's uh, brilliant. So it comes a little brighter, some extra cool stuff. But it's also in VSD, VSD3, uh, audio units, AX, uh, even iOS. And it also works with the native instruments NKS platform. So yeah, uh, for really, really uh, should check it out. For my opinion, it's in phonic.com. Cool, man. And uh, Daniel, that. Uh, that was it. So maybe for the next music. All right. We're going to go to Fear of Tigers. He's a writer, a producer, and a podcaster, having previously, having previously worked for artists such as Kylie Minogue, Ellie Golding, and many more. Here's a clip of his podcast where he gives me a shout-out. And thanks again to the shout-out for Fear of Tigers. Hello. Welcome. You're listening to... The Guest List, your weekly music podcast with me, Fear of Tigers. We do this every Friday afternoon without fail on Patreon slash Fear of Tigers. Big love to all the guest listeners out there, all the friends of the podcast who are supporting the show. And we do occasionally post these to SoundCloud as well. Big love all the SoundClouders out there. Hope you're well. Also, I'd like to give a big shout to Heartbeat Hero over there in Eindhoven, the Netherlands, uh, Holland. Big shout to you. Hope you're well. And now we play his track. This is The Loving That Surrounds You by Fear of Tigers. Thank you. 
The Loving That Surrounds You by Fear of Tigers. And uh, Lonely Dreamer says uh, that his game that he played a lot was uh, GTA Vice City, about 10 hours. Um, Stwarfs, what's the last hint for the sausage? Yeah, I have a last... A oh, wait, last wait, 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 wait. I need big, to turn on that German music. There we go. Okay. Then, uh, all, all hints... All hints again. Yeah, you probably just have to tell me the, the answer. Okay. <laughs> good sausage. Fermented. Air-dried meat. Typically pork. Can be stored in room temperature. At room temperature. For 40 days once cut. Oh, wait. Is it beef jerky? Can, can, is that beef jerky? You can also hang it in, in Netherlands. It's, uh, you can't even buy it in Netherlands. And hang it on... The the, the 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 rookworst. I don't know if it's <laughs> no no. This is obscure. Okay, guys, help me out. I got all these uh, guests here. Help me oh, out. What is it? Then, What's the answer? So, okay, uh, and important is this name uh, hint. Yeah, it stems from the word Saale, which is also what the, the word or the name of the the sausage is. Beginning with Zal, uh, and uh, it has a deep red color with white oh, all spots. All sausages are red with white spots. And no, no, not all red. No. <laughs> and as far as I know, you ate it this evening on your pizza. Oh, uh, pepperoni. Dick, dude, pepperoni on the pizza. No, dude, listen. Okay, okay. I give you the answer now. It is salami. Oh, salami. Yeah, salami. Dude, get your Even the butchers in Netherlands have them since 1920. Ah. And you call them salami too in Netherlands. 
So you have no excuse, Daniel. You definitely no. <laughs> need more training on sausages. Yes. But for now, let's continue with the show. All right, all right. Yeah. Let's put on some synthwave music. All right. Um, a quick question. I'm just going to ask two people, S Dwarfs and uh, Jeff. Uh, what 16-bit games were you playing when you were young? And I'm just asking you two guys because we're a bit short on time. The show's kind of running long, and uh, <laughs> we got to get through um, this thing. Well, I played. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the bits were because I, my memory is terrible. But I played a lot of like the old school Nintendo like Mario games. Um, that's what I played a lot when I was a kid. Okay, cool. And as, as dwarfs. I, I had to look up what the actually 16-bit games are. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. Uh, and I, I found uh, I actually played no console games, which, which are uh, 16-bits, which are mostly that uh, what, what you think about uh, if you talk about 16-bit games. Uh, but my uh, former or even now best friend, but not uh, really have a contact with him anymore, uh was uh having uh uh 8068 uh 80 86 processor uh computer and then we played uh golden x with oh yeah color graphics array with three oh, wow. of, like, like like four colors yeah and uh really a crappy graphics but it was such a lot of fun um and i uh, I really, I even did uh, some remix of that uh, Golden X music, uh, but you can't, uh, yeah, publish that for copyright reasons. And the second game, uh, which I guess is 16 bits I played, uh, was uh, Alex Kid, which is a uh, C64 uh, the game, mm -hmm. and I, yeah, Commodore 64, and I, I played that game uh, in in the in the shop. Uh, because I never owned the Commodore 64. We just played that thing in the shop because uh, the, the, the um, people who um, sold that stuff, uh, they, they just let the people play there. And uh, yeah, it was, was the only game that's running on that. And we played that just after school. We went there and played that all the time. My God, CGA graphics. Was that like the, the horrible cyan and magenta? And uh, I don't know, there were like four four awful colors, right? Uh, yeah, but there were uh, different. You could could choose from four four palettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah with four like four palettes, and this was uh, like green, uh, white, uh, black, and whatever. I don't know, uh, red maybe or something like that. All right, guys, cool. And thank th thank you. Out. Wait, wait, just hold <laughs> it, hold it. I'm going to give you another track. Blinding Lights was a commercial success, peaking at number one in more than a dozen countries worldwide, including the United Kingdom, where it became the weekend's first number one single. Hubert, my French dark synth friend, remixed the track, giving it a cool, dark feel. Hubert just released a new album. Check out his new album on hubert54.bandcamp.com. This is The Weekend with Blinding Lights, the Hubert remix.
That was The weekend with Blinding Lights, the Hubert remix. And we were going to play a trivia game, and we still are, but I'm just going to move it back. We're going to play another track. Turbo Vice, he's a synthwave artist in the UK. In the next track, you're the breakfast. You're in the breakfast, breakfast club. And the next track, you'll be back uh, from a Blade Runner and then cruising along with your very own mannequin. This is 2084 by Turbo Vice. Who writes this stuff?
said that was 2084 by Turbo Vice and Gregorio Franco, a musician, composer, Twitch streamer, and graphic artist. His name is Franco. His age is 4,735. The location is the Deep South. He enjoys games, uh, RPGs, FPS, strategy, port platform, shoot 'em ups. Uh, some of his favorite games are Bloodborne, Fallout New Vegas, Dark Souls, and you can watch him on twitch.tv slash Gregorio underscore Franco. You can hear Florence Bullock, a.k.a. Glidbiter, on the Beyond Synth Family show podcast. She adds vocal. She added vocals and some synths to the track, and this is track is the one of the best combinations of opera and dark synth I've ever heard. This is Gregorio Franco with Awakenings featuring Glitbiter.
was Gregorio Franco with Awakening featuring Glitbiter. And I think this is going to be one of the longest shows I have ever done. <laughs> I have one more question and let's start with, uh, I guess, no, we'll start with Joe. Um, how old were you when you started drawing professionally? Well, the word professionally is not one I would ever apply to myself, but as far as when I was actually doing stuff that for projects and that type of thing is right around college age. So, you know, 18 or so. I mean, I, I've been drawing all my life, uh, but when I really started to get to the point where I was doing things that people wanted to see, uh, it was right around when I went to college. Um, but again, I would not call myself a professional. I just, uh, you know, I don't make enough money at it to qualify. I just do it because it's fun. <laughs> I enjoy doing it. Well, uh, the show's been running long, Joe. Uh, you, you told me you had to go. Um, so tell us, uh, you yeah. promote anything you, you would like, and then what are you grateful for? Well, in, in particular for this audience, I think uh, uh, the next late night that is coming out, which is two different parts, it's going to be out on March 2nd, and then the second part will be out on the, oh, sorry, March 3rd, March 10th, the Monday. Damn it, I'm in the wrong month. March. March 2nd, March 9th, the Mondays. Uh, that is actually with um, sound engineer, independent sound designer, Matt Snedekor, who has worked on, uh, he did the Rush album, Snakes and Arrows. He was part of making that album. He's done a lot of TV and movie work. He did, for example, The Deuce on HBO, Succession. So for people who are interested in um, music production, uh, a sound production in general, you will probably get a lot out of that because he is very knowledgeable and uh went to school for it has worked in it his entire professional life so i would tell people that that for this audience in particular you might be interested in that when it will be out again uh what did i say the second and the ninth so that is matt snack you can look him up on imdb and um and see his credentials and everything but it was a very good uh, set of episodes because he knows what he's talking about unlike me uh, and as far as what i'm grateful for uh, i just always appreciate being able to come on here and and, and spout my bullshit because cool, um yeah, I do not. I do not belong among this crowd. I have no music. That talent. is not true. I have that barely is not true. entertainment value. I am just a rambling idiot. So uh, I like coming out here and reviewing things. It's fun, and uh, I like how, hanging out with you guys. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And um, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Thanks for coming on the show, Joe. They can find you at ozonightmare.com, right? Oh yeah, I guess I should have mentioned that. Yeah, that's how good that's, I am at promoting yeah. things. Yeah, that. Yeah, go there. Thanks, Daniel. All right, but bye, Joe. Thanks yeah, for coming awesome, on. Awesome, Joe. Yeah. Bye, guys. Talk to you later. Bye, bye. bye. Later, Joe. So we lose another guest on the show. He's still on there. Just wait till he leaves I'll us. I'll leave and see you later. <laughs> bye, bye. Later. They're dropping right. like flies. <laughs> Only four left. Five left. The last five. <laughs> All right, we got a question. Let's start with Jeff. Uh, how old were you when you started creating music? Oh shoot, uh, I would that would have to be twelve. That's how long I've been I've been using FL Studio since two point five, and before that, I started with a software called Pro DJ, which was actually made by the same company, ImageLine, and that was just. Uh, like I just found it like at a bargain bin store on a shelf and I convinced my parents to let me buy it. It was probably like five bucks and it was just a bunch of pre-made loops and that really got me into it. Um, but that's when I started actually kind of doing electronic, but I've been playing the trumpet since I was probably like 10. Oh, cool. You um, still play? That's, I still play, but not very often. I'm very rusty <laughs> at it now. Um, I'm wanting to get back into it, but I just haven't really had the time. And it's very loud. That's the one benefit of doing stuff like this. I can just slap my headphones on and just uh, do some stuff on the keyboard and whatnot, rather than uh, waking up everybody if they're sleeping. 
<laughs> cool. So Flo, uh, when when have you uh, started uh, making music? Yeah, really making music or uh, yeah, because uh, like when I was 16, I had some fast tracker on a really crappy PC with like four samples, a kick drum, <laughs> and that uh, that didn't last, you know. But uh, I started with uh, make some beats and some more heavy uh, techno music. I think around ni 1999, if I recall correctly just trying out the first programs i think it was asset pro and then uh reason and cubase also but uh, yeah i think around 1999 let's really, go to, yeah. from from then i never stopped really uh making music cool let's go to jan when did you start hi for 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 making music i well um i don't know i started drumming in 1997 but i don't know that really counts as uh, yeah, making music and i did then uh, then i did Drumming, drumming in bands for like a couple of years. After that, I uh, did uh, rapping. I was uh, really into Dutch hip hop for a while, but uh, also a lot of other musics. Um, and then sort of out of necessity, I uh, thought like, shit, I really need to make my own um, music because I not only had like lyrics in my head, but like entire songs. You had, you were like dependent on this dude that, that never made what you wanted him to make. and. Uh, so I moved to Leeuwarden to uh, study uh, at this school for uh, to become producer, man. And uh, so I did. And that was in 2005. So I started making beats the year before that. I got into the school, so like 2004 on uh, on Reason. Cool. Uh, as Dwarfs, I'm going to get back to you after this next track. The next artist is from Brazil called Pop-Up, a delightful upbeat track that will put you in good spirits this is it's over by pop-up
that was It's Over by Pop-Up S. Dwarfs. How old were you when you started making music? I actually was 36 years old when I started making music for real because I always thought I can't really do music because I can't read notes, musical notes. But uh, today we use uh, these uh, note events, uh, that's little bars on the screen and it's just working for me. Uh, it all started with um, me buying a cajon. Uh, it's uh, like a kind of a box where you sit on and yeah, like a, a um, yeah. Like a bass drum. Clap your, yeah. What you do with your, your, yeah. Yeah, you hit it with your hands and then uh, it, it, uh, it's just like a little drum kit you can carry around with you. And this uh, came with a, a CD in, in classical audio CD. You won't believe that. But uh, and on that uh, CD you had some uh, yeah music to play along with, and then uh, I, I couldn't continue to learn. And uh, I was looking for some uh, synthesizer or, or, or sequencer software online, uh, and I found uh, LMMS Linux Multimedia Studio. And uh, this uh, was a free software, like it's, it's like. Fruity Loops, more or less, um, and they linked uh, um, a complete series of YouTube tutorials, uh, how to use that software, how to make music, and I, I just, uh, yeah, after work, I just uh, did listen and watch these videos, and uh, I learned uh, in this deep learning curve how to make music, and now I came yeah, more or less to synthwave and do my synthwave music. Awesome. All right, so Saturday the 7th of March, I will be interviewing Carbon Killer and We Are Magonia in the Netherlands after their live show. Producer and DJ Red Eye Machine is currently quite disappointed in the lack of synthwave live shows happening in the Netherlands, especially in dark synth subgenre. Uh, besides shows from big names like Carpenter Brute, Perturbator, and Dance with the Dead, there isn't a lot happening. Following the success of his metal shows and festivals, Red Eye Machine teamed up with Bibelo, a venue in Dordrecht, uh, to kickstart the dark synth scene. Last year, there was a show with Magic Sword from the US, and now uh, he has a cool French package with Carbon Killer and We Are Magonia, both delivering an intense synth show, and it's hosted at the Door location in Dordrecht. Uh, on stage, the acts add a lot of live instruments like guitars and drums. Red Eye Machine uh, will spin the best synthwave and dark synth track between performances. And the cool thing is, the night is totally free, so drop by more information at bebelow.net. There's free entrance uh, on Saturday the 7th of March 2020 in the Bebelow venue at Dordrecht, the Netherlands. Um, Carbon Killer from France is heavily influenced by the Cybertrunk uh, the cybertrunk, the cyberpunk aesthetic and culture. He comes from the post-rock scene, and so he loves the long landscapes that end with some violent rock drop. This is The Runway Part 2 by Carbon Killer.
that was Carbon Killer with The Runway Part 2. And the next track is by We Are Magonia, and they will also be playing live. And the band members are Louis the Funniest, Fear Collins, Frank Sinistra, and they're from uh, Lyon, France. And uh, this is We Are Magonia with Synthwave is Dead.
that was We Are Magonia with Synthwave is Dead. Jason Sinclair, electronic music producer and composer from Finland, born in 1984, living in the city of Lati, also known as Finland, Chicago. Uh, he makes music as a hobby. His music influences are the late 80s, uh, sorry, the late 90s and 2000s trance music. The melodical, the better. Nowadays, he's in love with synthwave and retro sounds, and the first track he made with Music 2000 on the PS1. Always learning to be the better. Uh, you can also find him on uh, social media facebook is jason sinclair music and on soundcloud it's uc uh, hyphen Sinkonen. and on instagram it's jason sinclair music this is sleeping lion how we know the jason sinclair remix remember what we had the kissing in the back seat easy and relaxing kind of love scratches on your back just to hear you laughing was enough was Sleeping Lion with How We Know the Jason Sinclair remix. And now we're going to play the original track Unholy by Embers. Here we go. (laughs) 
that was the original track, Unholy by Embers, and we're going to play some trivia. You guys ready for this trivia? Yeah. 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 Cute. We got it. <laughs> much readier than you all. And we got to keep it under the four minutes, otherwise people are going to don't like it. All right. The top 10 grossing movies of the 80s. It's what? based by the domestic USA box office earnings. And we're going to start what? with uh, Yum. You get to start. Uh, of the 80s. Yeah, let's see. Uh, E.T. E.T. I'm going to go E.T. There you go. That's Yum. One point for Yum. Oh, shit. Bing, I bing. That. My kids were sleeping. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is Jeff. Oh, God. Um, big Trouble in Little China. And no, that is not on the Damn. list. You do not get a point. All right, S Dwarfs. Hmm. What is your Blade guess Runner? for the top 10? Blade Runner is not on there. All right, we're going to go to Flo. Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters is on there, Flo. You yeah. got a point. Oh, yeah. I right. took that from the chat. That was Cuisine no, Corn. No, that point no, needs no, to no, go no, to I Cuisine Corn. <laughs> Don't look at the chat. Don't look at the chat. No, man. Chat, please do not give any answers. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Yum. Back to the future. Back to the future. Ooh. Yes, that's for Yum. All right. Let's go to Jeff. Uh, I had it in my head. Uh, Die Hard. Nope, not on there. Damn it. And we go to Estworths. Mm. Rocky. Rocky's not on there. Let's go to Flow. Predator? Predator. Nope. Not on there. We go to Yum. Uh, twins. Twins is not on there. We go Shit. to uh, Jeff. God, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I keep just thinking of cult classics. Um, yep, that's where you're going wrong, man. Yeah, in Big Trouble in it's a great movie, Big Trouble in Little. How <laughs> <laughs> about Aliens? Aliens, uh, uh, nope, not on there. Let's go to Estorps. Hmm, Terminator. Nope, not on there. Let's go to Flow. Oh, got man. two more minutes. Already. That's really mm. box office, big, big yeah, movie. And only domestic for yeah. USA. Ah, uh, man. I. I... I was thinking about 90s movies also. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I guess I, I also named all... Yeah, all I was like, at Terminator. I was, no, that's not 80s, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's all because I, I'm too too young, maybe. So you, you guys have one more minute, and then I'm going to reveal all the answers and the winner. Yeah, uh, I'll pass, man. All right, uh, Jan. Oh, shit. I'm really doubting between uh, Flashdance or uh, the other, uh, what was the name of that other uh, dance movie? Uh, I've had the time of my life. Uh, oh, dirty fuck, Dancing. No dirty yeah, Dancing. No but dirty Dancing dance. is not on dirty there. Dirty Dancing. Nope. Incorrect. We have 30 <clears throat> more seconds and then that's the end. Uh, uh, Jeff, Ghost? Jeff. Jeff. Oh, Jeff um, uh, did someone say Breakfast Club? Uh, nope, oh. no one said that, and that is incorrect. We got Dang 10 it. more seconds. This is the last try for S-Dwarfs. Ah. I have no idea, sorry. All right, we'll go to flow real quick. Gremlins? 
Nope, not on there. Ah, and the damn. winner is Yon with two points and Flo with one point. And we have Return of the Jedi, The Empire Strikes Back, <sighs> Batman, so dumb. Raiders oh of the Lost God. Ark, oh, Beverly How could Hills we not have said Star Wars? Indiana Jones and <laughs> oh, Last Crusade. Raiders, Indiana Jones, And dude. Top Gun. And we're going to go to our next tra track. It's a clip of Neverman. And he's going to tell us all about this track he made. Uh, Cherry Baby. Hi, Neverman here. Uh, I'm an artist from Sweden and I've been doing music all my adult life, but uh, since 2016 I've been using the name Neverman. Um, the song Cherry Baby that I released in 2018 is a classic dance floor hookup song describing the early 20s crush that one used to get. We all remember it, uh, somebody on the other side of the dance floor drawing you in like a tractor beam. Um, and the term Cherry Baby was actually inspired by the Jermaine Stewart song uh, We Don't Have to Take Our Clothes Off from 1986, uh, where he sings about drinking cherry wine. Uh, it actually sounds kind of disgusting, but uh, also sounds like something very 80s to do. Uh, some remixes was done for the song, um, but the remix that OSC did was uh, something extra. Uh, in the remix, he's uh, bringing the song from a dark, vibrating dance floor out to the beaches. Uh, uh, it becomes much funkier. OSC has made some amazing music over the years, uh, especially his latest album, Ideality, uh, which I urge you to check out. Uh, I'm fortunate to work with OSC on my debut album Gentleman uh, that is coming out this summer and uh, the first single All For You is actually out today. But uh, here's our first effort together, uh, the remix of Cherry Baby by uh, Neverman featuring OSC. And here is, uh, this is Neverman with Cherry Baby, the OSC remix. <laughs> This club is beating me and you're here again Those eyes are watching me, there's no telling when I'm flying both deaf and blind No, I know, I try to stay strong but I'm not You know, those lips make you shine all night
that was Neverman with Cherry Baby, the OSC remix. And now we're going to listen to Technical Difficulties, the podcast. It's uh, kind of like the beginning of the show before we really start the show. And this is what happened in that part. We got three parts coming up. Uh, this is part one of Technical Difficulties. Welcome to Technical Difficulties, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hello. Jan, do you have any stories for the Instagram people and the people in the, on Twitch? I haven't checked out Twitch yet. Let's see who's on Twitch. Uh, well, uh, any stories? I don't know, man. I really don't have a life, so uh, I don't really experience a lot of uh, what's out there, you know? It's just me, my retro bubble. And what's what's going on in your retro bubble? Oh, at the moment, I'm uh, dusting off my NES collection. Cool. Yeah, I just got this uh, cool cupboard from a mate. He was going to throw it out, but I said, no. And he said, oh, you want to have it? Yeah. It was a, like a CD rack type of deal, you know, and perfect for NES games. Cool. What's your favorite NES game, Daniel? Super Mario, Mega Man, Batman. Oh, um, Batman. Oh, good. Batman is so it's good. It's a good game on the, the Nintendo. I love Punch-Out. Punch-Out was one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, geez, what? Nintendo. A Double Dragon. Double Dragon. How can uh, I forget? Double Dragon 2. My favorite. And uh, Kirby is also so good. Uh, a lot of people like that, yeah. And uh, one of my favorites is the absolute uh, original is uh, Bubble Bobble. The first Bubble oh. Bobble. How's that song go? Do you know the song? Oh, God. The Bubble Bubble song. Yeah, it goes on. Uh, fucking hell. How does it go? It's like really hysterical. And this is the only song that plays through the whole game. Have you, have you played it? Bubble Bobble? Uh, it, I, I was more the Double Dragon kind of guy. I, I didn't uh, No, Nobody around me had Bubble Bubble, so I didn't play that. Yeah, when I, when I was a kid, uh, the, the kids, you know, they had the cool games uh, like that, Double Dragon. But then you come to find out that like Kirby... This is a really good game. Yeah, man. Castlevania. Don't forget Castlevania. Castlevania. Uh, Way too hard for me. It is pretty hard and it gets pretty cryptic. Turtles, turtles. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And of course, uh, Zelda, the original Zelda. Oh, man. Sega. Did you have Sega, Jan? No, not as a kid. We uh, okay. we had a NES, or at least we borrowed the NES from one of our uh, neighbors. Okay. And yeah. then you would, you would actually rent uh, like uh, NES games from the video store. I don't know if yeah, you did. Man. Yeah, same, same here. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel, back in the in the day, you actually rent some NES games. Yes. Or, or from the video store. We did. Uh, I don't. Uh, which ones did I rent? Um, Ooh, that's a long time ago, man. I can't remember. Like some kind of mech game or something. Uh, I think we we rented a lot of uh, horror movies back in the day. Yeah, man. Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone, every single one that was in the video store, I rented. <laughs> there was one uh, videotape that was like uh, almost, or, or some videotapes that you kind of heard of. But we're like mythical. One of those we're not going to go into here because it was for the Faces of Death uh, videos. Ah, yeah, I've seen that. that we're even yeah, worse. that's pretty we're fucked up. But, it was. And um, then there was this anime uh, video going around called Urotsikodoji. <laughs> I don't know if uh, he's seen it. I, no, he's I haven't seen that one. so hard. I know he's seen it. That's the most disturbing shit you'll ever see. Maybe. <laughs> that's one mythical VHS tape, man. Yeah, man. Oh, man. But uh, there was even a worse one than Faces of Death. A much, much, much worse one. The Traces of Death. Oh, man. Oof. Faces of Meth. <laughs> that was part one of Technical Difficulties. And now we're going to a track. Tyrone Jacobun Benko. Jake. 
Skubenko, a.k.a. Brad Pitt. 25-year-old from Australia, plays guitar and synth. This is Cheap Wine by Rad Pitt. by Rad Pitt, and I'm going to play the second part of Technical Difficulties right now. Uh, Double Dragon and the Arcade. Arcades. You go to Arcades back in the day? Yep, for sure. Or do you go like to... uh, We had had City Play Hall, and uh, uh, that was really the center, the arcade where everybody went with all the newest machines from uh, Time Crisis with the shooting, a lot of Nomcos, you know? Yeah. Uh, but also a lot of fighters, uh, a, re- a real arcade. But uh, sadly enough, they closed it years and years ago. I may, I'm, I think around uh, the time Xbox and uh, much more uh, like the higher end uh, consoles came out, the generation. The arcade uh, closed here in uh, Rotterdam, the Netherlands. It was really bad, man. Really sucky, because that was real cool. I remember uh, the, f- the first time I ever saw something that would be considered an arcade. When I was a kid, we went on a, a cruise with one of those uh, ferries, you know, to uh, uh, England. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had an arcade on the, on the ship. So uh, my my parents were kind of sick of me and my brother, so they gave us some money and said like, okay, uh, just sort of. Uh, so we stood around the arcade for a bit, and there was just one. Uh, th- there could have been just one cabinet over there. The, the rest weren't used. It was only uh, the Mortal Kombat uh, one that was new, and the all the one? kids. Uh, the uh, Mortal Kombat, the one with uh, the blood, you know, the one with uh, there was like mass hysteria around. Yeah, that's one. It, that's one. I think. That's the, one, the, yeah. The first one that one. Uh, that was censored on uh, the Nintendo. Yeah, the first one. That's the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So all the kids are on that cruise ship. Essentially, were were hunkered around the this this one cabinet, just looking at those graphics. And there was this one little Chinese kid 
who kicked everybody's ass. Everybody's ass. Yeah, man. I know that. I know it. He like practiced or something, or he lived on that ship. I I know, man. That's crazy. We got a red eye machine. He said he loved to play Robocop. Oh, yeah. I have that one in my uh, Retron trio at the moment. Oh, yeah. The NES. And I I love the slogan. Let me check it out. This is a great slogan on it. Uh, Let me check it out. Do you have a favorite uh, (laughs) style of game, uh, genre, Daniel? Like uh, so, so fighting games. I used I used to really love fighting games, and uh, I, I love racing games. All the Forza Horizons I have. I had Project Gotham Racing. I got the Burnout series. Oh, yeah. So really, racing games and fighting games. I have I have a Dead or Alive Four. I'm looking to my left. Uh, I got Arkham, Batman, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice game. Yeah. The most of the things I play play are, are racing games. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's really uh, also fighting games like Street Fighter. And uh, and platformers, uh, like old school retro platformers. My number one is uh, Shinobi Tree. Revenge Shinobi, Shinobi. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's such a good platform. And that's on Sega, right? Yeah, Mega Drive. Yep. Yeah. 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 So the, I, I, I have the I have the game here, Robocop, the game. Mm. Hey, yeah, you man, got a real? Do you have a real system? No, no, at the mo- yeah, I have it here, but I have it in storage at the moment oh. because it takes up so much space. I just uh, got a Retron Trio, so it's uh, that basically takes care of the NES, the Super NES, and uh, Famicom and what have you, and the Sega Genesis also. But oh yeah, here's the, lo- the slogan, and I didn't even notice this was on the game. It says "Part Man, Part Machine." Oh wait, I have to say this in the in the in the voiceover. Here it goes, Part Man. Part machine, all game. And that was part two of Technical Difficulties. Uh, Elay Arson is a synth metal project of Dave, uh, Daniel David Larson and Devin Harrison. Larson uh, from the American Southwest, a former U.S. Army ser- sergeant and Iraq War veteran, has influences and experiences many musicians and people in general simply do not. Devin Harrison, an, ins- an astounding guitar- guitarist and guitar teacher by trade, joined the project in 2017, and the two have been working together for, uh, for uh, ever since. Uh, this is Ile Arson, Rites of the Damned. Uh, let's see, uh, Eastern European Vampire Punks Cynetic Remix. A very cool track.
Thomas E. Lay Arson writes of the damned European, Eastern European vampire punks cynetic remix. And uh, we're going to play part three of the, and the last part of technical difficulties. Here we go. Bart man, Bart machine, all game. Damn. Yeah. Hey, we got to sample that, man. Yeah. Let's make a track out of that. Awesome. Something Bart new I man. discovered today. Bart Machine. All game. How do you get a voice like that? I can like only that? do this on the I can only do this on Saturdays when I'm hungover. <laughs> and smoked out. You can also rap really good. Did you know that, Daniel? Mm. We talked about it. I really want to do a rap with him, but uh, he's not he's not into it anymore, I don't think. Well, yeah, but he's really that's good. that's for that's for the kids, man. <laughs> they call it trapping. They call it trapping nowadays, and they only use 808s. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to hip hop, man. <laughs> Becoming this is such an old fart. You know? yeah, just... <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> Back in my day, we used 808s to make ballads. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we sold our 808s to buy 909s. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 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 almost four, three more minutes. Uh, uh, Renee, oh, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Awesome. Are we live? Uh, we're not live yet. Well, in, in, yeah, three minutes. So uh, when it's a preface. When it's once it once it's at one minute, then. Uh, We'll, we'll get this, ready for this the intro. This is the unscripted part, people. Enjoy it. The unscripted part is the best. Just want to get that out there while we still can. As soon as the script kicks in, we're, we're all taken over by this chip that Daniel put in our brain. <laughs> yeah. I programmed your brains. All right. So in, uh, let's see, two, two and a half minutes. Um, uh, Renee, you know what to do, okay? Sorry. Sorry again. Yeah. <laughs> Remember what? what we what we talked about? What? Where am I? What? <laughs> I remember what we talked about. Yes. Do you remember our conversation? <laughs> uh, basically. Do you, do, do you remember what we spoke about? Yeah. <laughs> Say is a British synth pop artist that combines elements of EDM and 80s pop to create unique fusion of styles. The vocal elements of Save Music are inspired by influences in his youth from the lyrics themselves to the 90s punk style of singing. This is Nothing There by Say.
was Say With Nothing there. We got two more tracks coming up, and then the show is almost over. Uh, this is one of my new tracks that just came out on SoundCloud. This is Neon Angel by Heartbeat Hero. Now let's get to the track, and it's over here. There you go.
was Heartbeat Hero with Neon Angel, and uh, I'm going to give you a sneak peek of a new track from the new album Retro Heart Island coming out on the 2nd of April 2020. The album art was done by uh, UN.G underscore draws, and uh, this is Little Jumping Plush Hippo by Heartbeat Hero.
was Little Jumping Plush Hippo by Heartbeat Hero. I want to say a big shout out to Robin Lights in the chat. He joined us. And uh, I want to get more in touch with the listeners. You, you can send me an email uh, through the contact form on heartbeathero.com. You can send me a message on SoundCloud, Twitter. It's all possible. Uh, Instagram. Uh, tell me if you can uh, tell me if I can read it on the show or not. And uh, add your name and location. And I would love to hear the experience uh, you're having uh, listening to the Heartbeat Hero radio show. I have a Patreon set up. Just go to patreon.com slash heartbeathero. There are three tiers. The first tier is a dollar per month just to support the show. The second tier is three dollars and you get a shout out on every show and have a third tier where you can be on the show and promote anything you like uh go on over to patreon.com slash heartbeat hero to find out more and this will help out for the cost of being on soundcloud and heartbeathero.com and also it will help the cost of buying plugins for software and music all right let's start with you guys what do you want to promote and uh, what are you grateful for let's start with yum oh hey uh yeah I'm just grateful to be on the on the show again, man. Uh, we got a, a track coming up with uh, Oceanside Millennium Folk. You just played it on the show, Never Let Me Go. Yes. And it will be out really soon. It will be our first official release uh, through, uh, what you call it, DistroKid. So uh, we'll see how that uh, turns out. So it'll and, be on um, Spotify and all, all the yeah. bigger platforms. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the plan. Cool. <laughs> all right jeff what do you uh, want to promote and what are you grateful for uh just follow me on uh twitter at jefferson rift keep an eye out there for when i finally release something or just uh keep listening or watching heartbeat hero radio because daniel has permission to play uh all my stuff whenever he wants so other than that if you want an overload of video game content follow lit gaming arena on twitter or go to the website lga.gg and uh what i'm thankful for is that i'm able to produce the content that i do and that the podcast has been a great outlet for my musical creativity and it's been fun keeping it going for over a year now cool that's it's good that you said that because there are some tracks that you made for the lit gaming podcast that i would like to play on the show so uh, i'll be asking you about that uh, next time yes and, absolutely uh, flow what uh, are you up to uh, what are you up to what do you want to promote and what are you grateful for yeah, man. Uh, yeah, what I told earlier in the show a bit, and uh, yeah, in the next shows, I'm sure some new stuff is coming. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful to be on the show and chilling with you guys, and uh, to go to bed really soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's late for the people that don't oh, know. Oh. It's 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 three o'clock in the morning yeah, for us. <laughs> as 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 <laughs> as Doris, what, what are you grateful for, and what do you want to promote? Yeah, I'm grateful for all the sausage in the world because we can make a lot of jokes about that. And of course, I don't eat so much sausage in real. But uh, yeah, follow me on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm Estworfs, spelled S-D-W-A-R-F-S. Or uh, on Facebook, where you can find me under Estworfs Music. Um, I'm grateful for... Uh, being here at the show, uh, meeting a lot of uh, yeah other musicians uh, who do synthwave music and can just um, exchange with them uh, how to do stuff. Uh, yeah, nice to be here, and I wish you all a great evening. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, awesome. Asdors. Uh, uh, yeah, th thanks for coming on. It was really nice to have you back on the show. Um, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to do a little bit of promotion myself. I have a new album coming out again this year uh, in 2020. It's called Retro Heart Island. The art, artwork is done by UNG underscore draws. I just love the cover. Uh, there will be 10 tracks uh, that I will have on this uh, on, on an album release party on the 1st of April at 9.30 a.m. Paris time. So that's in the morning on a Wednesday. So I hope uh, you might be able to join me at twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. I want to thank all my guests. I want to thank all the artists that let me play their great tracks. Thank you to all the amazing people on Instagram and Twitch. And thanks to all the people that listen, like, and share the show on SoundCloud. You can support the show by checking out Heartbeat here on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.